I'm optimistic. I got my fingers crossed. I've got high expectations now. Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 309 with Randy and Jason. We need to record quick. It is spring. Threat level is at, I mean, uh, stress level is at DEFCON like 50. I have a million. I don't know if you can see on my board back there, but I, I had can. to make a list. I had to make a list of things I need to do. What do I got on there? I got taxes. I got grade oh, yeah. two soccer teams. I got grade six soccer practice. I got mountain yep. biking thing. I've got all mountain the Mountain biking it's, club. Ugh. Oh, should we join up? No, we're not doing it. So cross that off. Well, no. <laughs> One would think, but I'm going to run a uh, Boy Scout mountain biking merit badge. I'm okay. going to be the counselor for that, so I need to plan that. I got to get a couple of scouts. Uh, I got two. I, mean, I want to try and get four or five scouts together. Uh, it it, cum- it like uh, got to increase the number of rides, uh, the, the length of the rides, and we got to go on like a 28-mile mountain bike ride at some point. That's pretty intense. I got to get in shape. I mean that's that's not a lot that's not a short way it's a long no, way it's even far, longer yeah I know I don't even know where we're gonna find and and you can connect with roads but I, I, I gotta find a, a decent sized trail and gear I, I got some you planning can loop. <laughs> you can loop yeah you could I, I there are some it. restrictions on like how big of a like a, a loop how much road you can be on and how much loop you need too so okay um but yeah I just got out of a soccer coaches meeting and my head's swimming with all the things to do. Yeah, me as well. Ours was pretty terse, pretty easy, pretty uh, to the point. No big deal. Games start April 24th, practices before that, et cetera, et cetera. All the teams are falling right into line. Yeah, this season I, I got coaches okay. squared away, everything done. My thing, I can start practicing for my G6, that's grade six, team girls on uh, Monday. You're going to do that? <laughs> no, because <laughs> I'm not even close to ready, but I guess our first game is April uh, 10th, oh, which is early. not that far out. <laughs> I no, like it's like three weeks. Four weeks out. And you've, because like, uh, you got that turf field. Yeah. Mm. Do you practice there? Is that so you know what? Something's kind of, kind of hilarious. That turf field has been spotless all winter. People play on yeah. that full year. But I mean, it's it's kind of funny to me that like the roads would be trashed, but the turf field clean as a whistle. We're yeah, <laughs> ready to go. I got to salt the field. All right. Well, let's get this up front while we're in here. You keep bumping something. You're touching the mic. You're moving I'm, the things I around. The mic. Yeah. What do you want? Up front what? The desk is bumping. All the bumping noises. It's we're happening. We're recording. <clears throat> we're talking. I'm animated. What's going on? What do you want? Don't like it. It's distracting. Now I'm off topic. What topic do you want to so be on? So I hear you. I got I got lists of things too. Uh, okay. We're going on day. What's today? Tuesday. Day one, two, three. Day four of no heat or hot water in the house. At all? Well, we have heat from our little gas stove. You know, it's a little wood-burning, fake wood-burning stove that burns gas instead. So we have heat. That's heating the whole house. It's been heating the whole house for four days. I mean, it was cold yesterday. It was cold. It didn't, but, I don't uh, think it got over does, 20 yesterday. That thing does a job. It's amazing. Even on, like, low. If we turn it to high, it'll be 90 in the whole house. It's crazy. What What, what, is, what does it burn? Natural gas. Oh. It's not your furnace. What What is this? Describe this. So there's like, you go into the living room, just to paint a picture for you, okay. right? You come in the front door, you, t- you turn right, you see the stairwell, it, it greets you in the front entry. It's kind of narrow though, you trip before over your right. shoes and stuff. Yeah, before you turn right. And then you turn right and you're into the living room. Uh, we've got a nice Ikea sectional. We rearrange it seasonally with the, um, oh, hey, hey wife, how you doing? What am I doing? Oh boy, we got some strife. 
Tell her I, I like her sherbet sweater. See, this is what happens when the uh, the stress levels up, <laughs> communication breaks down. I'm. I think she's looking for me to help with bedtime, and here I am. Uh, okay, we will plan. Yeah. See, and now my son doesn't know if he's going skiing tomorrow. The girls were going skiing. I thought only. Here we are. I don't know. Hopefully you clip all this out because it's kind of awkward. No, uh, this is great. For what it's worth, my kids were asleep like 45 minutes ago, like dead asleep. Oh, my kids don't sleep anymore. It's since the clocks changed. They don't change. They're up at six o'clock. Oh, we changed them immediately. So Sunday, oh. I'll come back to my fire story. Sunday day, we played a solid three hours of soccer outside in the snow because it started snowing for some reason. Yeah, it was weird. It was just cool, cool little like uh, packing peanut snow. What do they call it? Tired they them out. They squall. went right to bed that night. A Everything squall. shifted. It was a squall. Yeah. Um, so you enter the living room. You see the Ikea sectionals that are arranged seasonally because we move them for the tree at Christmas time. And then we arrange them again. It's nice. If you've ever, if you know what I'm talking about, you've been to Ikea, they have these little like chair sectionals and they don't have sides. So you can place them in all kinds of different ways. Anyway. And then when you turn around, we have what is a freestanding stove. Looks like a wood burning stove. But it doesn't open. It just has a, you know, it burns gas. Oh, okay. So it doesn't need electricity, which is nice because we can get heat when the power goes out. And does it, does, it, it, have um, a, does it have a blower on it? No, it does not have a blower. Is it vented outside? It's vented to the outside, yes. Okay. Yes. It has a, ch- it, the, the chimney that was originally there, it's connected to that chimney. It's all lined and stuff, safe. Mm you know, to code. So in our basement Anyways, where I'm at now, I have a 99% efficiency, 99.9% efficiency or something. It's not vented at all. It's just gas. Burning. Amazing. It just burns natural gas. Like, and you're inhaling the exhaust. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and if it's cranked up, then my eyes start to go a little bit and then I turn it down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> then I can forget. tell that there's like, yeah. What's my middle name? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, so, but there is a there's a, uh, also a fan down here that cycles the air with the outside. As part of when oh. we had to finish this, we have you have to have a certain amount of air exchange with uh f- with the yeah. air and uh, that's the irony, right? You seal up the house to be like got to be super insulated. Oh, wait, yeah. we forgot about the breathing. Yeah. So you've got to <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have to you got to bring in some fresh oxygen. Yes. So when but, will yeah. it be more yeah. efficient to have a machine that just uh, injects oxygen from outside? But know. this thing also has a blower on it. If it gets like when it cranks up, it has a fan that blows the hot air away. And that thing, when we lost power for like three days, uh, this was years ago. We, and it was in winter. Or it was it was in October, so it wasn't like sub zero or you know sub twenty. It was in freezing weather. But it, it was, we lived in the basement. For a few mm. days, yeah. Oh, we all why? slept down here. It was long Wait, because of the house? I'm sorry. Back up. It's okay. Why was there no heat in the house? <laughs> um, there was no power. We had no power oh. in the house. So yeah, we have a forced hot air. So we had a furnace, right? Oh, yeah. The- but the gas heater thing worked. Yeah. And it was. It didn't have the blower on it, but it was enough to to uh, just you know keep the heat, the air down here. Yeah. Warm. Yeah. It's beautiful stuff. It's nice to have backups. I know. That's part of, the, part of our plan around it was spoiled. that. I'm like, well, if we ever lose power, this will give us heat. And it does. Uh, so the saga with the boiler, mm-hmm. you know, DIY dad over here, right? I probably told you about some of this last week. We have this fancy wall hung, super efficient, but it's 14 years old boiler. I don't want to get into the nuances of it, but it broke. It stopped working. It threw some alarm codes. So I cleaned it out, fixed it, figured, oh, I'm like, oh, okay, you know, got it working again. But in the process of in- inspecting it and cleaning it and all that kind of stuff, which we haven't done in like 10 years, uh, 
I discovered it was leaking. So it's cracked on the inside. And any of you plumbers out there that might be listening, you know, I don't want to hear your lectures on how we should have been treating it every year <laughs> and flushing it and making sure it wasn't corroding on the inside. Whatever. So wait. So yeah. It, it has water in it. Oh, it's confusing as hell. So <laughs> it's like it, the flames are upside down. I mean, I can draw a picture for you. That won't help. In the air. Or I you can just draw describe it with it. your words. Yeah. Yeah. So the way this thing works, it's it's hanging on the wall. There's a there's a blower on the front that takes the gas line. It sucks the gas in and it mixes it with the air. And then the, the thing, the pipe, which the air and the gas mix, natural gas, with the air and gas mixture, goes up and then over and then down into the top of what you would imagine is the heat exchanger. Where the heat from this fire is exchanged into the water. But oh. it shoots the flames straight down over the pipes that are on the inside. And then it literally exhausts it out the bottom and then out of the house. Huh. It's very strange. Upside so wait, down fire. So then this water that's in here, where does this water go? Well, so the water is actually, it's, you know, the flames don't, the flames don't hit the water. They hit these like pipes that have big... Uh, you know, big slats around them, like little heat rings okay. to really absorb all the heat from the fire uh, and get it and transfer it into the water. Hence, it's a heat exchanger. You know, fins. That's what I was thinking. Okay, of. yes. <laughs> yeah, so it's like a radiator. but it's, it's very much like it's, a reverse radiator, yes. Okay, so then it... Okay, so then the... Sorry. About so the water circulates buzzings, around but, in the inside of this thing. Okay, and then and, the water and, is gets hot. And water is gets the hot. water then pumped around your house? Is you have radiant heat? It's it's what you would call a closed system. We don't have radiant heat, but we could and we may later. Right now, what it does is it, it gets pumped through this closed system, so you never actually touch the water that's in the system. It Across the air handler like your house. So then the water just kind of goes through another r radiator in the direction you think of, and the air blows across it. Okay. It also goes into, and this is my favorite so part. Wait, wait, stop. I'm sorry. This is, I'm being a little obtuse here, but so the, <laughs> the fire heats up this water, but this fire water, up the water doesn't leave the radiator? Like doesn't leave no, the furnace? No, it does. Oh. It, it's, it's a closed system in that the set of pipes the water is in is not open to anything but that system. Yeah, but where- So do it never, you know, can't turn on faucet and the water comes out. That water, as long as there's no leaks, would stay in there for forever. But it doesn't, so it doesn't leave the boiler. It leaves, it leaves the boiler because it le it's, but it's still in the same piping system. So it goes through the boiler to get heated up, yeah, and then it leaves the boiler okay. area in yep. the same piping system, yep, and goes into the air handler through a radiator that the air blows across. So you, but but what comes? But then out, it goes back to the boiler. But your vents in your like where the heat comes air. out into air your room, comes it's out. air. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what is the point of the, I don't understand, like this water seems extra complicated. It's just a way of transferring <laughs> heat. It's insane. The, my favorite part is. But the air is hot. Why not just blow that hot air in the house, like my house? Because it's like direct from flame and it's a whole different thing. Plus, All right. All the right. boilers are very efficient at transferring heat from the flame into the water. Okay. So now you can have very hot water. And uh, let me get to the part about that is funny. Okay. We have a water tank. For the hot water, right? So this big tall tank looks like a cylinder. A lot of American households have it. They have it all over the world, I should say. People have water. This is the hot Cedars. water for your house, like taking a shower? This is the water that leaves the system. Hot water, take a shower, do the dishes, that kind of thing. In a big cylinder on the floor. 
in the basement. There is no flame in that tank. Instead, (laughs) it's filled with water. The water from the boiler goes into that tank, but never touches the water that's in the tank. (laughs) So it's like a coil around it or something? There's a coil in the tank. Okay. So the heat from the hot water from the boiler transfers into the water that's in the tank. Okay. (laughs) So you get water to water heat transfer. Water to copper to water. Okay. Heat transfer. And then it goes back to the boiler. Okay. All right. It's fascinating stuff. So I, I had to take this thing apart. Long story short, and then I uh, looked online. I was like, all right, well, it's cracked. So it would keep working, but it's leaking on the inside and corroding more, and water's getting lost out of the system. It's just going to keep corroding and corroding and corroding. It's disgusting. So it's like, this is ridiculous. So I found the heat exchanger online at an old parts supply store. The internet is amazing. Yeah, there's everything. And, you know, full disclosure, this thing's like, I don't know, eight, 900 bucks, right? Which is a lot of money just for the heat exchanger. But a new boiler like that is like 10 grand. It's crazy. So eight, 900 bucks. I'm like, okay, I'll get that. I'll get the gaskets. I'll get the new thingy, the couple of sensors, you know, mix in a few accessories. And all the parts arrive. My son and I made an evening of taking the old one apart, taking all the pieces out. And of course, there's always like one thing that doesn't work. You know, there's always one thing that you spend seven hours trying to accomplish. Uh... I won't get into the details about my rope winch system attached to the ceiling to get this thing removed because of one of the pipes being so corroded, but there was a sensor. I had to transfer sensors from the old boiler to the new boiler because each sensor is like a hundred bucks. So you just transfer the old ones to the new one. They're fine. And I couldn't get one of them out. Uh Oh, like Five of the six came out no problem. One of them stuck. And, what, and it's all aluminum. So it's descri- like, yeah, describe the sensor and like what it's screwed into. Uh, well, it's it's or how's kind it attached. Of, it's, it's screwed right mm-hmm. into one of the kind of cast aluminum pipes. It's okay. it's basically a uh, a temperature sensor. Okay. So the irony of calling it a boiler is that the water never boils. <laughs> <laughs> if the water boiled, it would start cavitating and then probably shake the crap out of itself okay something bad happened um wait the water never boils no is that because there's pressure in it is it is it because it it can't if it started boiling it would cause big problems yeah you don't want it just 200 degrees maximum boom fahrenheit oh yeah okay okay okay. never mind i was was forgetting that i was like 100 degree water isn't that i forgot my fahrenheit celsius conversion uh, I'm back to look on, it up yeah. again really quick. 200. So, uh, yeah, it's 212. Boiling? Yeah. Boiling it's 212. Boils, yeah. 212. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's cool. All sea right. level. So that's interesting. Now I have a uh, hot water, tankless hot water system. Yep. On my wall. So it's got all the things you talk about except the hot, like the water comes out of the pipe, out of the street. All self-contained. Yep. Yep. And then it, there's a coil in there that it heats it up and by gas fire. And then, it's fascinating then it, stuff. it was yeah. supposed to arrive today, the stuck sensor, and then yeah. they delayed it this for some reason. So one more question. Do you know what a heat pump is? Yes. We talked about this. We did? Yeah. How do they work? Um, I don't think we talked about this. I have no recollection. It's almost exactly the same as your air conditioner works, but it works in both directions in most cases. That's why they call it a heat pump. Yeah, but where does it generate? It says it generates the heat. It pulls the hot air. I looked a little quick online and it says 
when it's cold, when you need to make it, see, I didn't understand it because it's like, if it's cold out, where's it getting the heat from? Right. And if it's hot out, where's it getting the cold from? It's a, <laughs> okay. Um, skip forward. If you don't want to listen to this whole scientific explanation. <laughs> what? So when you compress a gas, yeah, especially certain types of uh, refrigerants, right? That's why they make them. They can undergo what's called a, an exothermic reaction, right? They give off heat. They get hotter. Okay. So yes, what because, happens yeah. is, I'll just tell you how your air conditioner works because it's more relatable, but it's okay. essentially exactly the opposite uh, when you want to switch directions, you know? So outside your house, you have this thing called a condenser or a compressor. Actually, sorry, compressor. So it compresses the gas. So the gas leaves your house, this refrigerant, and the compressor outside your house compresses it, smashes it down. And when it does that, it gets really, really hot. And it gets hotter than it is outside, which is the important part. So the gas is now, say, 180 degrees instead of the 100 degrees it is outside. And then you got this big fan blowing on the compressor and it spits off some of the heat that's now in this compressed gas. And then the ga- the compressed, now cooler gas, maybe it's only, maybe it's like 120 degrees, which is like, that's crazy, right? How's that going to help us cool the house? Comes back in the house and it comes to, over to your air handler and it hits an expansion valve. And the expansion valve lets it do exactly that. It expands and the expansion is an endothermic process. I might have that backwards. So it, it, um, I want to say, I want to say it the right way, but it it cools. I mean, have you ever sprayed a can of canned air or a CO2 cartridge or anything like that? When you let that gas expand into a greater volume, uh, it absorbs a lot of heat. That's endothermic. Endothermic, yeah. So you an endothermic reaction. It absorbs a ton of heat. It feels very cold. You blow the air across it from your house. It absorbs all that heat from your house. You got to tell. You got to do the science so, stuff, right? Because it doesn't really cool down. It heat only goes in one direction. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. That that, <laughs> I, that we did talk about. But why don't, when you say it expands, what does it expand into? The 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 radiator that's in your air, but handler. not into the air I breathe. It, that's a closed no. system also, right? It's supposed to be? Correct. Yes. Okay. But that seems like how much how much expansion does it need? One times, two, well, two times, three times? No four? idea. Okay. Because I don't have like a it, giant empty tank of Freon or whatever it is they use the point now. Is there's, there's, a, there's a section of that line between the compressor uh-huh. and the air handler that's under a lot of pressure. And then the other section of the line is under a lot less pressure. Under almost no pressure, right? I got it. I got it. I mean, does Smarter Every Day have a thing on this? A little picture. Actually, the better way to explain it is <clears throat> if you imagine the molecules of the gas, there are fewer of them between the air handler and the compressor than there are between the compressor and the air handler. So the hot side that's the hot side that's coming back into the house, which seems, well, not the hot side. So the whole... The whole idea is like you you compress the gas to make it really, really hot, and then it's easier to dump the heat. You can't just, there's no way to make the house 60 degrees inside when it's 100 degrees outside just by blowing some air in the window, right? right? We already know that. So you got to dump this heat somewhere. Okay. What about the, uh, 
the opposite. How does the heat work? It compresses. Yeah, just switch the machines. So it compresses the hot air and, and on the inside it, of the house, and then it blows the the hot. The, then it will blow air over the hotter. There must be some pipes or something, or some way that that is. It's the. It, they're almost exactly the same device. They're just in different places. So do you know why and, they're that much more efficient? Because I understand that heat pumps. I. <laughs> I'm down this rabbit hole, and I don't even know if this is a good podcast or is interesting or not. Well, so they'll, they'll use heat pumps for um, when you have your home set up with, like, geothermal. Mm-hmm. Why? Because... They pull the air out of the ground? Well, because what's the temperature in the ground is, like, a constant, I don't know, 52 or some yeah, nonsense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm kind of making up numbers, but I think that's about right. So what good does that do you to heat your house in the winter when you want it to be 68 or something? And it's also not quite cold enough, maybe, to cool it in the summer. So you need a heat pump to basically uh, dump the heat from your house into the ground in the summer or to dump the heat from the ground into your house in the winter. Okay, so it's it's like a smaller differential than the 20 Correct. degrees outside. Versus you're you're the... taking advantage of the differential. Uh, okay, that, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, exactly. It's even it, closer to the temperature yeah. you always want the house to be. So the... Now, okay. And now why are these more um, electrical in nature? Because you're not – you're using electric... – Because you got to run a compressor. Let me ask this a different way. There, there are places now. I heard a podcast last week, and there, there are places now where they're trying to ban the use of fossil fuels. Like, and <clears throat> that was the original goal. Now they're just trying to get people to to do it green, to do, do things greener. And so one guy yeah. was one of the builders was on the podcast, and he says, "I was really resistant to this because it's new technology and blah blah blah." But then I was forced by the permitting to do this, and then when I was forced to do it. Now, these forces were sort of overturned. It was also about like the the gas and natural gas and the oil industry right. and how they're right. there. But they're now getting on board with some of this technology. Anyways, the point was that he said they're way better and it's way cheaper after you get through the like initial hurdles of understanding all this technology. And so I was like, I need to – in fact, I have an appointment for Friday for somebody to come because my furnace is like 20 years old. I'm going to yeah. cancel the appointment though. I'm not ready to drop like 10 grand on a new HVAC system. On here. a heat pump. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they are more efficient these days. Plus, since you have solar, yeah. you know, your electricity can power the thing. Right. So that's the cool. I think that's the new, you know, people are, oh, electrical generation is all coal anyway. So what's the point? Well, it's not. Yeah. And if you start making things powered with electricity, you can start changing the generation source. But yeah. I can't do that. I have this friggin' gas stove in my house, which I love. <laughs> yeah. But it's terrible. It's literally sitting there burning gas right now to keep the house mm-hmm. warm. <laughs> yeah. Right? And the boiler does the same thing. So should we eventually switch to some kind of fancy heat pump system like, and then have some electrical? I think it's great policy. I'm not sure how much I can do in the short term. Like... It's one of those things where that's what that's where I think government policies are great. Start changing the codes yeah. so that it makes it more you you give the incentives for new homes to be built a certain way and consuming a different type of energy and then it changes the generation over and you get more panels on homes and then slowly you erode the need to burn more gas and do this stuff. But uh Am I going to change mine? No. I mean, as much as... No, I'm not, because it's ridiculous. Like, we bought the thing a decade ago, and it works great, and it's like, it's a drop in the bucket for the What if it was 20 years old? Would you be doing it? 
it's hard to put yourself uh in the, the boiler itself maybe and honestly i should have i could have looked at something yeah. to just replace it uh but it's a big you know all the pipes are there and everything so even the yeah. whole like get a new furnace someone has to come in and rip all that stuff out and well for forced hot air assistant i mean i don't i don't i don't know actually i don't even yeah know. just but moving all those pipes it. is horrible yes yeah, i don't like, have the uh, pipes and stuff but yeah hmm. i don't know I, I still might think about it but i like could because here's the other thing like all we moved into this house. It'll be 20 years in August. And all, like mm-hmm. all these things are just progressively failing. Like, you know, we've replaced the, the washing machine or the dishwasher. We replaced the, the, the fridge twice. And like those kind of, all the appliances. Yeah. And I'm like, what's the lifespan on a furnace? And because I think we got undersized, we should have got a bigger one. It just doesn't, for especially for the summer. Like my, my son's room never gets warm or cold. He even said, he's like, why is this room always cold? I'm like, what do you think about you heat the, the house in the summer? No, AC in the summer. Oh. The, the, the way they ran the ducks, it's just like a couple of bends. So that one corner. Yeah. The, and it doesn't, I don't know. It just, we can't get an, it can't get an even heat in this house, no matter what we do with the, like the. It's usually an insulation that. problem too, though. Well, I know it's for, for his, it, it's because the, the furnace, the straight runs up. So like my yeah. bedroom is a straight run up. It's like super warm. And his bedroom, which is like one turn and then at least two turns has is never the, the air volume is just not so that's kind of so. the cool part about this this boiler heat exchanger system too because what it does is it says oh hey it's 30 degree or it's like you know it's 40 degrees 50 degrees outside and you're asking me to heat the house there's not that big of a difference so i'll make water that's only like 90 degrees and we'll slowly warm up the house mm. And if it's 10 degrees outside, it'll be like, I better make the water 120, 160 or something. Yeah. So there's a, there's a, we can make a, a bigger difference faster. So how do you have, do you have air conditioning? Yeah. Yeah. Same system. So, yeah. But how does that work? Does it, it- it's the same air handler. We have a compressor outside. Does it cold? Uh, the, does it chill the water? No, the oh, water oh, is not involved in that system. Okay. <laughs> no, because you would have to freeze the water and then it would not work. Well, you could make it colder. <laughs> you can make it. And if it was under pressure, you could make it so it doesn't freeze. And, or if you could uh, play, no, if you could play you with cannot, the pressure. You cannot p- compress water. Water is incompressible. Well, okay, but you could. No, that's not true. You can change the pressure yeah. in the system so that it would. I mean, that part's yeah, true, but it, yes. But you could change the air. If there was air in there, you could change it whether or not it would. You've seen those experiments where they boil water under weird pressure considerations. Yeah, and it can just, change. And it, yes, right. Yeah. So um, uh, no, uh, the water uh, is not involved in the cooling. It is okay. purely a, a refrigerant system like the other ones. Okay, and I don't know that you can cool it that way, right? I think you can heat it up. But anyways, that doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I'm not up to speed. I'm I'm gonna get. I've been there, digging though, a lot cause... into the science lately. We've yeah. been doing. Uh, <laughs> oh man, subjects. Yeah, but I can't believe the Smarter Everyday guy doesn't have anything on here about how he oh, pumps or <laughs> he's like he gets uh, very specific. Yeah, you got to look at the, go think, look at the Khan Academy. They I think he's in Texas. Something. He doesn't. Um, yeah, Alabama originally. Yeah, I think. Yeah. So now I'm up to speed on my um, exponential handling, my exponential equations. If you remember, throwback from last week, I said that uh, we had some challenges where my son did not know the math assignment that he had for math for uh, didn't know the material that we had for his math test on monday you lay it on me this is fun oh man i spent all weekend learned it exponential how to simplify equations with exponentials and 
uh, just had negatives, positive fractions, all kinds of exponential multiplication of them, division, subtraction. Uh, yeah, I got it all. I got it all now. And then the other the key thing I learned here was, and I already used it today, was like, I'm not letting this happen again because this is now the second time you've done this to me in math. And he's like, I don't want to be doing math all weekend. I'm like, I don't either, man, but you didn't do it. At some point, you didn't do it. Right. And so today, he had his math test yesterday. Today, he was given his new lesson. And my wife goes and looks at, at uh, you know, Google Classroom at like 6 30. No, it was even before that. It was while well, I was out, six o'clock. Because I called her and asked her a question. She's like, what? And I'm like, what's wrong? What's going on? I just found out your son didn't do any of his work. And I'm like, oh, jeez, again? Like, we're doing this again this week? Like, it's been a week. Tuesdays are rough. And uh, he's like, he had to do – I had already read it, too, because chapter 8 was exponentials. Chapter 9 was polynomials. And I was, I've already read chapter 9. I'm ready. And he's mm-hmm. like – and so he's like, oh, yeah, I had to do this thing for – I'm like, well, what's standard form? Or standard formula for polynomials. And he's like, what? And I'm like, standard form? I'm like, Jason, you had to do a deck, a slide deck. You had to read through it. It was the third slide and talked about it for like five more slides. And then you would answer questions about the standard uh, standard notation. What is it called? Standard formula? You mean like uh, 2x plus 3x squared plus yes, that's 4x stuff, yeah. cubed. And, what's, kind of and you have to put the one with the highest exponent first and, and then- No, the Last. No, first. Is it first or last? Yeah, standard formula is first. So it goes in decreasing. Uh, so 3x time. cubed plus 2x squared. I didn't squared. study it yet, so I don't know it cold. But yes, like if you have 5x to the fifth minus 4x to the fourth minus x to the second minus 3, it, that's the formula, right? So the highest highest order. Um, I've got to redo no, it. No, I thought but, it was the other way. No. Anyways, I he and I'm like you didn't do this work. And I'm like, how did you come up with the answer? And he's no answer. He's just staring at me blankly. And I'm like, ah, dude, so disappointed in you. Like he just went through this and he's like, I don't want to be the doing blank stare thing. too. Oh yeah. Well, cause he, he knows like, I'm like, you are, I even said to him, like, you're BSing me, man. You did not do this slide deck. I don't know how you came up with this answer, but somebody gave it to you, but you don't know what you don't know this. And so my wife sat down that's why I, I don't know it, but I have read the chapter in the book, but it's like, my wife's like, I'll do it tonight. And I'm like, okay, fine. Like, and then she sat down with him and did all the math. Tonight. I'm like, I'm like, dude, how do we just went through this? Not two days ago. And here we are again, two days later, and you're ready making the same mistakes. So it's frustrating. So I'm, but, um, yeah. <laughs> not gonna lie. <laughs> I've been talking a number of my friends and, and, and well, maybe not a number, but a handful I've been chatting with have been, getting their kids into private schools. Yeah. And this was a whole new world that I was not even like imagining. You mentioned it a couple of weeks ago on here. <clears throat> I did, Academy, yes. And then you stopped it. You must have. But now now what that leads into is all this preparedness and the tests they need to take yep. and these SSATs and how do we do this and what you're referring to and, oh, I got to tutor them with this. And I have burned my brain trying to get him to listen to me on how, have we, have we, as, as we have been through on the show here. And now, I don't know why I didn't think it's before, but I think I'm just going to get him a tutor. I'm just going to have somebody uh, else do it. So I'm not even joking. That's just funny. No, yeah, Holly wanted to. Finding, finding the right one is is going to yeah. be interesting, but like, yeah. what's it going to take? I, I will pay somebody to, to be on a call with him, sit with him a few hours a week, and just be like, the same routine. Wait, Show so me you're on assignments. a call with him? Yeah. Not in person? In person could work too, yeah. both. I don't know. To me- I, I, to me, so Holly's like, we should get, 
um, him a tutor. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not getting a tutor. Why <laughs> He's not? Like, I will be the tutor. Like, I can do this work. I will be. Look the at guy. your board. I know, I know, but yeah, you know what? That all that well, except for like the things I have to do, the taxes, but that's all kid stuff, right? I'm looking at the board, and that's why it sounds. <laughs> but like that, this is my role right now. So I think, and so what do we do? I I said we this is some we need to make some plans, right? So five thirty dinner now. If you're here for dinner, you're here. If you're not, you're not. So kids, you need to come home. For, and I mean, you're not. You like, don't eat. No, like my daughter has gymnastics or my son. Like we would try and make it so we could have a family oh, dinner. Move dinner around yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, no, yeah. 5.30 dinner, we're done at six. We have six to seven every night for schoolwork. And uh, and um, I'm just like, okay, so great. So we just have, we we'll, then we have time to set aside to do this. And that's basically what happened tonight and that my wife was able to work with him. So we're not like, we're planning for this. <laughs> we're like not so stupid to be like, oh, he's doing his work or they're doing their work because my other daughter. Yeah. I did, I learned all kinds of stuff about George Washington. I read some cringy books this weekend too. I read a book from the uh, – I read a book from 1954 about George Washington and um, I've – I think there were some uh, – there were some eye-opening things like when I read The Wild Indians and <laughs> – I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, there was some gaslighting yeah. that happened to us. At, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was, and my kids were like, what do you mean? I actually kind of pivoted on use it. I'm like, they weren't wild. They're not like animals, but this book makes it seem like these Indians were wild creatures right. that were just, right. they were out of civilizations. They just, it is not like our civilization. It was just a different thing. They weren't wild people. They were people that just had a different, you know, they did things differently than we did or mm-hmm. that we do. They weren't wild and Indians. It's ridiculous. Like wild deer or wild coyotes. It's not like. And that's why we say crisscross applesauce. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> well, no, see that I don't agree with. Because if you sit Indian style, we got that from that, you know, whatever. Anyways, but it was just, and there was a couple other things in there, like, you know, about Negroes. And I'm just like, oh gosh, uh, why are we giving this book to my daughter to read? And it was just like a book that had been handed down, you know, and it was just on our bookshelf about George Washington. She had to do a George Washington report and here you go. I'm like, oh boy. So, uh, yeah. So I did a report on George Washington this weekend and I learned about exponentials, but so you're like talking about the tutor thing. I think you may be right. And I'm not saying you're wrong, but I think for me personally, at this point, I'm just like, let's just set aside some dedicated time where we can check in on the homework. Um, so. Yeah, I agree. I've got a similar schedule, but you could also, you could do both. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like and especially because we're working during the day, right? And yeah. God, the, just at the last thing I want to do at the end of my work day is be like, whew, finished all my assignments. Let's see what new assignments <laughs> I have to do that I really don't want to be doing. And I'm going to be furious about that they're oh. not done. Like, Yeah, that was it. And you I had mean, the whole this day. Weekend, I did nothing. And it's due tomorrow. And, and like, it's I wrote o'clock. tests and I'm like, going to be late now. Yeah. yeah, like every day. Oh, I mean, I was, I was doing IXL at 10 o'clock on Sunday. And I'm like, we're done. And we're like, you know, by now we're both kind of having fun with it a little bit because, but it's 10 o'clock on Sunday. And we're like, yeah, let's get in big brain mode. Like if you get over a 90 in the thing. And I realized, like, right. we're not progressing. It's just giving us this. The other thing I was like, it's as smart as some of these kids are, they're dumb as stones. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. He's like, how are you doing these so fast? I'm like, Jason, the answer is either two, three, or four, right? Cause it's all like, 
to the fifth power or to the seventh power. And I'm like, I had, and I showed him like, I wrote down right here on this paper while you're sitting right there, three to the seventh, because I don't want to have to keep coming, figuring out it's 243. It's, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, because they keep giving us these numbers, like one seventh of 243. And you're like, that's three. I've just had this one 10 times already. And I'm like pointing at the paper and he's like, oh, and I'm like, he's like, how do you know all that? I'm like, well, as a nerd, as a, as a computer nerd, you need to know two to the 10th. Like you need to know right. all the way. He's like, really? Why? And I'm like, cause well, uh, you know, oh man. So yeah. And you get into a whole discussion on binary math. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know. But it's like, but some of it, and when it comes back to you, it's kind of, some of it's kind of fun. And I'm like, oh man, like, and the problem is, but you're absolutely right in that. The tutors, that's what they do. So they're like, oh, he has a mm-hmm. weakness here. Plug him into IXL for a little bit. And for me, it's like, okay, I got to figure everything out. And now I yeah. figured out IXL at nine o'clock at night. I'm like, this is the first thing I should have had him do because this was the basic stuff. Now it's all like simple. And- I think you can still feel like you're parenting simply by hiring the tutor <laughs> and then saying like, hey, don't be late for your tutoring session. Yeah. <laughs> that's good enough. You're, I mean, maybe you're doing better for them I because- yeah. No, I agree. It, yeah. d- Exposing him to you could be a bad thing. Yeah, we had some <laughs> bad times too. <laughs> right. And that's uh yeah. But there's that's how it- another bleep in Zoom. I'm just not willing to sign up sign up for more Zoom calls or more that's I just don't I, I, yeah, I hear you. I guess. I mean, screen this and that. It just depends on how they're acting. I, I think they can be good. He, he got in busted. person. In person, it's not always great. If you're sitting here, oh, let me see you looking over the shoulder. Or the yeah. like, I actually this is sounds ridiculous, right? I will sit. In his room, on my computer, while he's at his computer, sharing his screen. <laughs> so I actually sit like under his loft bed and his yeah. comfy chair, yeah. and I got my laptop on there. And I have I have my computer remoting into his computer so I can see his screen. <laughs> mm. And that way I can see what he's doing more easily. And I'm like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm, go over there, okay. I got that. Do- and then I might have the same document open on my screen. And I comment on some stuff and we'll switch it into suggesting mode or something. I'm like, all right, I'm going to su- suggest this. And so that interaction, I think, works. I think you can leverage the technology in a lot of cases because there's no way I could see the thing over his shoulder. It would drive me insane. Maybe I need glasses. Well, that's a different problem. We were off the computer. We we're on paper. Oh, paper. Sure. I mean, then was- you can't have the IXL and the Quizlets and the. Yeah. <laughs> I t- can't deal with computer science. But, but you in are absolutely right. Like it was absolutely like okay. Now I have to totally like I'm. It's work. It's hard work. So, yeah. yay teachers, you guys kick butt and like doing all this stuff with twenty kids at a time. And oh my gosh, yeah, I'm focusing on one and I'm struggling. Yep. And then he even says to me, oh, he said, what did he say? He says to me, he says in the morning, so I I busted my butt all weekend. You know, I'm like writing up practice exams. I'm like, here, do this. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's figure this out. Okay, schedule a break. Okay, you have two hours. I'll be back. I'm going to go for a run. Come back. Okay, we're back at it. And then on Monday, he's like, you know what? If I just fail, then, you know, then I can just do it all again. And then next year will be easy because I already know it. I'm just, I'm not even like out, I'm like downstairs. I hear him telling my wife this and I'm just like (sighs) breaking my heart. I'm like, I hope he doesn't honestly believe that. Like, I just, I was like, I'm like, I can't I even come down. I'm like, do you really mean that dude? Cause we just spent all weekend on this. Like, are you serious? Like, I hope you don't. I'm serious. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We don't have the test gracious. back yet. He had a science test though, and he got the test back before he even got home. I'm like, how'd you do with the, how'd you do with the test? And he's like, I don't know. How'd you do in science? I don't know. Well, actually, I, uh, 
Uh, yeah, I got a 92 on it. I'm like, mm, okay, good. What's wrong with the 92? Like, that's great. Like, why are you, why aren't you celebrating that? Oh my gosh. All right, all right. Chill, 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 chill. Anyways, yeah. Math. Through schools. So I met so, with. Yeah, go. <clears throat> change subject or something. I met with some, I, I got roped into this through a friend of mine who was like working closely with the schools. I got roped into this mentoring program for the high school seniors. And roped to be into. honest, I, I'm not, I volunteered. Yeah. Okay. I, it was, my presence was requested and they, they suggested I help. And I was like, okay, you know, you know, if you think so. Um, but I, I had no idea what I was getting into. No one gave me any information on what the program was, what to expect, what I could contribute, what these kids' backgrounds were. Nothing. Literally nothing. So I'm like, okay. And they just gave me a list of kids. Here are the kids. Okay. <laughs> so I got to throw questions at them, figure out what's going on. And, and they're high school seniors. And if you think they're going to be any better than the seventh and eighth graders that we have, <laughs> you are sadly <laughs> mistaken. <laughs> so, like... I'm I'm very interested in helping them. I'm very interested in in seeing answering their questions and kind of providing some insight into what the future might hold and the things they could be interested in and how. And the big thing is they have some projects coming up for this course that they're in. It's basically a computer science course. And I'm going to try to help them scope the projects. Pick something that's not too big, not out of reach, something that they can really iterate on and and cover maybe in a little bit of detail or a lot of detailed time permitting and, and be able to articulate and whatever talk about. So that in and of itself is a huge challenge, as you know, in terms of just picking projects, but they have no idea. You know, they just have no idea. And I had this meeting with them and it's like, they're all on mute. At least they had their cameras on, which was nice, but none of them were speaking. Like one kid was speaking. He asked me like two questions and the rest of the time I'm, prodding them oh, it's like the zoom is so hard and uh you know they're texting away on their phones but this is this is literally like an advanced placement course in our high school where you know this is <laughs> this is supposed to be for the for the smart kids in the school smarter I should say sorry and um there's a lot there's a long way to go there's a long way to go there's a, there's a lot that i could help them with i think but, like you said, uh, they just, they they don't even get back to me. Like, I sent them this whole big email with links and questions and requests and these types of things and guiding things and try these out. Crickets. We had our meeting. They showed up, I think probably because the counselor forced them to go or something. One of them asked a handful of questions. And about like what kind of things should they study to get ready? Like mm. how, what kind of languages should they learn? This and that. Because the, the the truth came out that they literally know almost nothing about programming. Oh, really? Yeah. Like so, I'm not sure if I told you this before, but so one kid, and this was the thing that was bouncing around in my head. They did these research papers in the first semester. So why did they sign up? Well, I don't. I don't know. I'm this just, is, again. I'm just trying to relate back to high school and what I knew in high school and what's. What's reasonable to know at that time? But you said, but in this in this day and age, I thought computer science would be a little bit more. So there's no. You said there's no 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 females in this class, right? Uh, well, there's one. Oh, I, there's in the one. class. I don't know. There's a big list of kids in the right. class, but there's, so, there's no, one that. Th yeah. This is an extracurricular activity. I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know. I still don't fully understand the scope of the course. It is a course in, in their class. And I don't know if they're all taking it or if it's a small subset of them that are taking it. I mean, if it. they just pulled a volunteer out of the off the street pushing a snowblower well, there's across a hand, the there's sidewalk. There's a bunch of us. That's you, right? Like you're just you're not a credited teacher. I'm, no. I'm, I'm sure you're capable, but like if it's a a credit like a course that counts. I see where you're going with this. Okay. Right. So my role here isn't to like, you know, it's it's very much on their own. It's like some professional development stuff. But let me get to the point of the story. So okay. they wrote these research papers and one of them which that one of them was on like artificial intelligence. Another one was uh, virtual reality. You know, and it was just, it was what you would imagine a research paper to be. They copied and pasted a bunch of stuff from the internet into a paper. Uh, but this one kid, the kid who was asking most of the questions, wrote a paper on artificial intelligence in warfare. I'm like, oh yeah, my goodness, read, get it. reading through this thing. I'm like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> and his question for me during the meetup we had. Uh, as I kept prodding them, he, he he let something go. He's like, well, okay, um, I'm in my AP computer science class. He let that be known in high school, senior year. Okay. And uh, we, we just started learning Java. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. What do you want to know about Java? He's like, well, um, I don't understand arrays. Why would I ever use an array? Those seem ridiculous. Like, did, uh, Compared to what, though? Like, did he <laughs> contrast that with something? No, that was his whole question. Just why would I ever use an array? Which, of course, I paused for a moment. Uh And for you non-computer science people out there, just bear with me. Yeah. I paused for a moment to say, uh, and really, I I thought I held my composure very well. I said, okay, that's understandable when we encounter new things for the first time. We hadn't, (laughs) you know, we haven't seen them. Uh, in new languages, things like that. We, it's it's hard to understand, like, when would I ever use this, right? That's always kind of the first thing that comes up. How do I apply this to anything? And I sort of let it be known that, uh, right, most, pretty much all languages have some foundational built-ins and types and arrays are going to be one of those things and hashes and numbers and strings. Uh and there's a reason for that, and it's because they are extraordinarily useful and you use them for organizing pretty much anything because how else would you do it? I tried to give them some example around like, say you wrote a program that needed to um, take a list of students. Yeah. It's just a and set then, of anything. And right then now. sort yeah. that list of students or something and then print it out again. I like, mean, if they, if I could only re- only reason I could see him asking the question was like, but if you have the Java collections, then why would you ever need? No, that array? wasn't it. Okay. So, I mean, Okay, that's... Hmm. I talked about that, that it's sometimes they're called collections or lists in other languages yeah. or whatever, but in the core of it, they're essentially just arrays or linked lists or... Yeah. Uh, hmm. No, no, it was purely just like, you know, this was at the level of, they'd have variables of like, name one is Joe, name two is... Yeah. <laughs> I try, I'm like, we're uncovering a whole can of worms here that is... A function of your computer science course that you need to get into. I just don't. And then I so then later I peppered them with all kinds of links to learning and Khan Academy stuff and learning different languages from different places and things to try and Linux from scratch things and Raspberry Pi projects and will they do it? I have no idea, but that's where my role stops. So when I, when you said you were signing up for this thing, I I the way I envisioned this was as a um, like an in extracurricular person? after school thing so that the people that 
were there that were signed up wanted to be there, not like they were being, uh, being forced. Yeah, to I'm still was, unclear on that. I believe yeah. it's an actual class in the school. Then I find it weird that the school just enlisted randos from the, the town. Hey, listen, I'm a did professional. Did they core you or anything? Did, I mean, did they do a background check or anything? No, like, no, they didn't. That's so weird to me. Like, <laughs> Isn't it? I know I could have said anything on this call. The yeah. ca- the oh, counselor was there another was there. adult there? Oh, there was another. The counselor was okay. on the call, okay. right. but I actually am making arrangements to meet with them individually, <laughs> one on one. Really? Yeah. That's Over inter- Zoom. so interesting. Yeah. Over Zoom. Okay. Well, still, that doesn't matter. That's still interesting. Okay. All right. I was. I was. Uh, I mean, to infer that you're a creeper, like going to say no, anything no, inappropriate, it's totally but fine. it's just. You know, a I was weird... imagining a lot of like movie scenes and stuff, and I was just going to let a bunch of f bombs fly for no reason <laughs> at all. Just to be like, you know, I'm a professional adult in the world. EMFers. Right? Just- <laughs> yeah. Respect. You show me some effing. Yeah. All right. That's- well, of course, I had, to, I had to do the old man thing, right? And literally, when was I in high school? When did I graduate high school? When did you graduate high school? Almost 20 years ago. 18, 20, no, 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 27 almost, almost years, years ago. ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. 27 years ago, I graduated high school. Anyways, so that's interesting though. I want to see how this plays out. Uh, I I, uh, I also have may have a high school kid in my future that I'm going to be involved with. Uh, Congratulations! As I met, well, yeah, that too, but just terrifying, <laughs> by the way, because we're getting all the emails now. Sign your son, your son up for this. Blah blah blah. This is how you. Do oh, you your get son. I no, I didn't mean him. Some- I'm we. There's gonna. There was a email that went out on the uh, soccer list. Like, hey, I have. My daughter wants to help coach. She's a senior and mm. is looking for a team that she can help out on. I was like, well, this could be interesting. Uh, and I emailed the mom back and I was like, I coach sixth grade girls. Would your daughter be interested in helping out on our team? And uh, so I hope it happens because at first I was like, eh, I don't know if I wanted to send another person. And I was like, wait a second. A, six, a senior girl could really connect with our sixth grade girls. And if that like – and she knows guarantee she, if she plays soccer, which I think the email said – if she plays soccer, she already knows way volumes more about soccer than me. So I could just That's be right. like basically the administrator now at this point and be like, I'll do all the signing of things and bringing the sheets and you just you just t- coach them. <laughs> you tell them how to become a good soccer players. It might be perfect for me if it works out. I'm optimistic. I got my fingers crossed. I've got high expectations now. Yeah. Especially getting- It doesn't little- always work. Players don't always make the best I know. Coaches, but- I, then she could just stand there and be like, well, I don't know. What do you, I don't know. That's yeah, what for, that's the other thing. You like you get these. Some kids are like super into it, and they're like almost like you're like okay, pump the brakes a little bit, like back off a little bit. And then other kids are just like just stand there and be like, I want the credit for you. Doing start this. with the basics. Hey, lead them in some warm ups and uh, yeah. run this drill for me that I wrote on a paper in exacting detail for you to do, and, and then they can just repeat it next time, right? Yeah. Hey, run the uh, ABC drill. But then it's torture. If now you just this, now it's like more work for me if I have another person there to account for and be like, make sure that now that I'm scripting her activities as well right so you're we'll either see. a solid mentor or you're a trial by fire uh you know drunk coach whatever just yeah i know <laughs> i mean wait uh <laughs> yeah oh man did you bring the balls today i don't know nothing like whatever did you get some pennies with you oh man that's right i gotta get the pennies hmm I forgot about Everything. the pennies. Darn it. can't no you can't hand those out covid rules no i did at can't. the beginning of the fall season i was like everybody take a penny 
and oh, everybody gets their own. That's yeah. genius. And, but then some gave them back to me. So now I didn't get them all back. So now I got to figure, oh, no. The one kid moved to California. I bet she took her penny with her. Dang it. <laughs> of course. <laughs> this is the weirdest thing. So I have a girl on my team that is in my daughter's grade at school, but in a different class, right? So a different sixth grade teacher. Yeah. And the girl moved to California. I haven't heard a word from the parents. And with all this like weird COVID stuff, people are moving around in weird ways. So I'm like, I can't guarantee she's not on the team, but I've sent the team like, send me the thing about practice. Send me when you're available to practice. And like, I even emailed the parent being like, I heard you moved to California. Is your you daughter did. still like, and the, <laughs> the parent didn't email back. I'm like, no, too busy. They're in California. Yeah. But now what do I do? Do I plan that she's, I guess I'm going to plan that she's on the team until a couple of weeks go by and she doesn't show up. It takes <laughs> because, longer for the emails to get there. It's so weird. Like you would think that she would say, Hey, we're not around anymore. Uh, all right. But nothing. No, honestly, I would just ghost you as well. Yeah. Why? I mean, can you imagine? You know, when you just kind of start a new life, you start a new job, whatever. People from that old job just email me, like, hey, want to get together for drinks? You just pff, right in the trash. Boom. It's funny. We, we did a couple of <laughs> times. My last job, we did a couple of times. We got together and it was super like weird. And I yeah. just, it was a good reminder for me why I, the people were fine, but the job, I was just, oh, by the time I left there, I was just like torture. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, you can have some lasting friends, of course, but oftentimes there's like, yeah, you move away, you're done, that's it. Oh man, so are you prepping me up? Are you are you leaving? Are you gonna no, ghost no, me? Get ready to ghost me? Not going anywhere. Then what happens? Mm-hmm. Podcast. Oh man, I don't even know how I told long. Told you this we're is. gonna stick here and uh, rely on tutors in private schools and stuff. That's what. Uh, yeah, tutors in private schools. I'm I'm looking at some email correspondence between myself and another gentleman now, and he's giving me the rundown of his son being recruited to a school on a baseball scholarship <laughs> because he was so Gosh. good at baseball at age thirteen. They're I know like, that's like, am I like? I feel like I almost feel like I'm failing my kid. I know it's not true, but I almost feel like I'm failing my kid if I like don't have his future lined up for him by now. I know, right? And my girls, I guess I should count them too. But I always go with his. <laughs> yeah, you, you meant to say kids. Uh, yeah, a big ass. Well, he he he's going into high school. I feel like he doesn't have his future preordained at this point. I feel like he's I'm, I've failed him somehow. I think well, ridiculous. The, I just make that point that I'm I'm being pretty yeah hyperbolic. You know, one of the big when I was your age speeches I gave to these high school kids right was, and one of the big things I wanted to take them to take away was that nothing is preordained. You, uh, it was. It's 27 years since I've been in high school. You're not even 27 years old yet, <laughs> right? Oh, I'm yeah. speaking to them. Yeah. And you still have 10 years before you reach the number of years old that I have. <laughs> you know, you get it, right? It's a lot of math. And I was telling them, like, look at when I left high school, I thought I was going to be an architect. And then I didn't even go to college. And then I went to uh, Minuteman for a like, couple of months to take a course. And then I got this job in the city doing this drafting stuff and teaching snowboarding. And then I went to college and did mechanical engineering. And I thought I was going to be a mechanical engineer. And then I switched majors into computer engineering. And then I kind of just went into doing, like, did internships because that's huge. Because <clears throat> if anything, I was like, you know, you take it in college, do internships because you almost always jump through an internship into a job. Hmm. And then my job role changes a bunch of times as you do different things in different companies over the years. And and now here I am today, 27 years later. I know a lot about plumbing and heat pumps and stuff. That's crazy. But, and uh, 
I don't know it, any of it. <laughs> Which it's weird because it's like super important. And here's the here's the worst part about it is I'm looking at some of these equations and I'm doing some of the examples in the book and whatever. And I'm like, huh, this is like super useful to know. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, actually looking yeah. at like integrals and stuff now. It for some reason I never really understood what I would ever use integrals for for, but and it it dawned on me like five years ago or something when we were reviewing something. I'm like, oh my goodness, wait a minute! I totally understand why these are useful now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. So weird, but I don't remember any of it until I'm like yeah. going back through it, and I'm like, oh, I could use this equation now if I have two variables I need to solve for them, and I know, oh man, now this is like useful for stuff. And I'm like, yeah. and then we, you know, we're doing all these exponent things, and it's like, oh, now I understand. You're calculating interest, compound interest, how it works, and I'm like, oh man, I think it's weird that you learn all that stuff, but then you like don't really learn it it's like i i don't know i don't it's hard for me to explain but it's like you learn why or how it works but you don't learn well you what learn it's the, for. through rote but you don't get the concepts and the speaking of i want to grind my gears on one thing that they they kept doing in this test it was always like so your friend has five facebook friends and then he and today and in two weeks he he has 300 facebook friends how many facebook friends did he add per day and at what rate did the and then it was like so-and-so influencer has 30,000 TikTok followers. And I'm like, are you like, why are you? And the worst part is I just watched the social dilemma on Friday. Have you seen this mm -hmm. thing on Netflix? Uh, no, basically it was an interview of, and it was no, no big, huge takeaways. But the thing was like social media is breaking our society, which mm -hmm. is not something that comes as a, a surprise. And our devices are the likes and the dopamine hits and all that stuff is like, the worst for junior high or middle schoolers, which is Very what my much, kid yeah. is, right? And then it, it, as you age, you get to handle it a little better, but it's still destroying society. And it even talked about the elections that's, that's affected and uh, riots in Myanmar and like all, all these other, all these different things, Occupy Wall, like all these different things have been affected by these, the echo chambers, basically they get created on social media and there's no checks and there's not very little checks and balances on this. And people aren't listening to op opposing opinions. Anyways, I just got done watching this, this movie, which, which I do recommend, but like I said, it was nothing earth shattering that I didn't know. I mean, I've, I think I'm self-aware enough that I know that this stuff happens to me. It's just why I don't really do that stuff on my phone anymore. Like I've seen myself get into these, pa these patterns, but uh, yeah. And then, but I'm like, Dude, you're just like giving people, you're giving these teenagers, which is the worst group. You might as well say like, if Joey smoked five cigarettes today and by two months from now, he was smoking 17 cigarettes a day. How, what was the rate of cigarette? And you know, like what <laughs> they, basically they're saying that these social media sites are as bad as drugs. And yet these, I was, I, I don't know. I, it's those, some of those things I get uncomfortable with. And I'm like, why, who cares about TikTok influencer numbers? You trying to cancel social media? No, but I just was like, come on, let's, why do we have to use this as an example? Why don't we use car value depreciations and appreciation? <laughs> <laughs> those were the two things. It was like you sound course. like you sound just like all those cancely people, though. No, I, I don't like this example. We should get rid of them. Ah, I mean, it just it, it, it felt weird to me. Oh, okay, I don't know, know if there's ever a good example. My favorite, my favorite. No, there is a anecdote. great example. It was compound interest on money. <laughs> Save your oh, money. Sure. Yeah, but then <laughs> invest young capitalist or something. Oh, probably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that one I totally agree with. Like, no, everyone, we need to have more courses on money and car depreciations also, and <laughs> so that you don't buy them. Yes. 
Uh, uh. My favorite, and I wish I could remember all the details, but my favorite anecdote about a paper like this, a homework assignment, was some teacher sent home something and my a friend of mine was out, outraged. She was, she, was, she was upset. And she's like, Does, do, you, do you really think the teacher should be teaching the kids this word at this age? Because the kids were in like second grade or something. And I'm like, well, what word? What's the problem? And she's like, it, it, it was, the paper has the word murder on it. Like they need to know what murder is. Murder. Do you remember this? No. What age was this? The, they were literally, I think they were in second grade or something, but they were the, the question on the paper, it was it was multiple choice. Oh, no. And it was literally something like, what do you call a group of crows? Oh, no. oh really? <laughs> you know, and it's like yeah. a bunch, a set, a murder, or something else. <laughs> and she's like, why would they make this one of the choices? I'm like, well, because that's the answer. Like, <laughs> Oh, she didn't know? Or... No, she didn't. No, like, <laughs> I don't it's called this, no. a group of oh, crows. Yeah. It's, a, it's called a murder. That's why there's that hilarious internet joke with the uh, the picture of two crows. And what does it say underneath it? I don't know. I don't remember. Attempted murder. Come on. Oh. Because <laughs> it's got to be like three or more. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it, yes. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, uh, I did what I over I glossed over one point of the social dilemma. The whole premise was like it was all these people that guy worked for YouTube, a guy worked for Facebook, Twitter, like all these Instagram, all these big social media companies. And they were all coming back and saying like they had all left their job because they felt that the the and it was all with about millions. That. Yeah. Like I mean, they're working for Google and like, you know, president of Twitter, like finance man, like huge, huge company, director of engineering for these companies. Right. right? Like high-powered people in high-powered companies that were making, you know, gobs of money, but they felt like it was because it was the way it was done It was, and the algorithms were so good. The other example was the algorithms were so good. Like the guy, oh man, it's going to kill me. The basketball player who believed it was a flat earth, he went off and he started saying about flat earth. Stuff That's and, right. And he was saying, and he made an apology later. He's like, I got into a rat hole of flat earth stuff and I just started to believe it because I just kept seeing it and seeing it. And basically they're saying is like these algorithms, the fake news, the algorithm can't tell if something's fake news or real news. And if you, it'll just start giving you stuff that's the same because it knows that you're interested in this now. So you start seeing, you know, hoax videos. I don't know. I can even name any of the tragedies, but like some of the stuff that's happened, like, and hoax video this and hoax videos this and actors and this and all this stuff. And then it's just like, okay, you want another one. You want another one. You want another one. And that's all it'll keep feeding you. And the algorithm has just gotten so good that they won't vary the opinions or anything. And it will just keep and it'll take you down this thing. So they all felt that you shouldn't do it. And another thing, which is interesting, which I always, which I got a kick out of in the credits, it was like going through everybody and like little sound bites from all the, the people, like things they would say. And they're all like, and it was like all of them said, turn off your notifications, turn off your notifications, turn off. And that's one of the things I like, I, I preach is like, turn your notifications off. Uh, absolutely. I did that a long time ago. And I yeah. think, um, yeah, I don't get, I don't get Facebook, Twitter notifications. Although I do go in very often and kind of scroll through, but no way am I getting. Yeah. But that's what they're that, saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's just interrupting and it's just damaging, but man, anyways, cue the music.
Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dadsbeingdadspodcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search Dads Being Dads Podcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.